Hi, I'm Krishna. Welcome to the Unthinking Podcast. So, hi Manisha, what's happening? Hi Krishna. Uh, so, happening, so many things are happening in Delhi around. So, you know that it's always in news these days. Delhi is the hot capital right now. So, so much protest is going on between the farmers and the government and all these things and it's been uh, almost over a month as things has not been settled so yeah I, uh, the the you know surrounding is quite uh, chaotic and there are so many things are happening so it's going on so are you impacted uh, by these protests as in are these protests where uh, you're staying no, no, no. We are, we are situated in South Delhi, so it is not as much impacted by them. It's mostly in the North and East Delhi, where there are a lot of protests is happening. Earlier, we were discussing, uh, I think, about the ITU and all these things. So uh, there was a clash also uh, on 26th January when they were trying to take a tractor rally and all. But this in this area where I'm staying, it's not that impacted by it. It's like hardly any, uh, you can see anything happening over here. Okay, and what about the internet basically connection? Basically, it is <coughs> internet connection is basically uh, to the places where there's uh, uh, the borders area. So mine is also near to the border area, like we are uh, near to the Gurugram uh, border area. But this is more on the Punjab side, like where there's a Chandigarh border, Sonar Road, and all these places. Also in Ghaziabad mostly. So over there on 26, there was a lot of lot of chaotic. And clash was happening, so the government decided to shut down the internet on that particular area. So it was not uh, in the whole Delhi, but only on the places where it was more uh, like clash was happening and everything. So what are you reading nowadays? Okay, so I uh, recently I finished uh, a book which is uh, Ten Judgments That Change India, and this was written by Zia Modi, and this book uh, is uh, discussing about the 10 cases that have changed the judiciary system in India and that has uh, th these cases has become the benchmark of the judgment for uh, future purposes so these cases were like kind of uh, new when it came uh, when the petition was filed and all these things so they have discussed uh, quite, quite a number of cases and the impacts where it started how things were moved and all these things. So they are discussing quite, like it has a detailed discussion about these cases, how it was originated and what was the conclusion came on it. So, I mean, how do you uh, find books to read? So I am, I am like always uh, on surfing side, you know, I'm surfing. Uh, I have followed some uh, books of the month, something like that. These are the pages are there on Instagram and I got the reference from my friends. Sometimes they are reading, so likable reading and all these things. And then sometimes, uh, you know, Bill Gates also released the books that he's reading currently and supposed to be read. And then sometimes the international bestsellers. Sometimes, you know, in um, in India, what are the hotshot books like that? So I select those kinds of books. I try to find out uh, how I can read them. And then if I I always prefer the physical book rather than the digital version so i always try to buy a book and then i read it so this is how i got the reference and some sometimes somebody is saying okay you know this is a new book which has come into the market you should try it and it's a read it out it's a nice and sometimes self-help self -help books i'm reading and in my list i have uh, mostly the autobiographies 
and something which which always give me something you know i can take away from that particular book so this is my kind of genre so i i'm not lean into something like okay i go into fiction or non fiction whatever i like i read have you uh, talking about autobiography uh, have you read the autobiography of a yogi um, that's a very old book you probably uh, should read it it has a lot of indian context no i think no i haven't heard about it so i'll i'll definitely give it a try yeah so uh, uh, how many uh, judgments uh, did these guys cover in this book well, there's a 10 uh, main judgments which was there and i cannot recollect all but there are few which has like kind of intrigued me so they were uh, discussing about you know shahabano case if you remember the shahabano case which became the hot shot case in india where the muslim rights were talking about this was a fun case and then there was a vishakha guidelines in which the company uh, the company for the all female employees of the company to arrange their transportation if they are late working and all these things they are discussing about these kinds of uh, cases and also there is a, a case which is called justice delayed in justice delayed they are talking about the bhopal case tragedy where the victims has not get compensated on time and the compensation amount that the company was gave was quite low so the case was started and all these things so they started discussing about it and they got compensated so this case happened the tragedy happened in somewhere in 80s and they got compensated in 2011 or something so this was just as delayed and there was a case also uh, the about the death in custody where the victim is got uh, when they they arrest someone they got killed or like it was a revenge kind of a thing or whatever you can say so there's a discussion about this and there was one interesting case was about aruna shamba and this was about ethiopia this was one of a kind case which was kind of very very eye opening and all these thing and it was about the life and death of one person and whether i can decide when i want to die like these kinds of like it was a very interesting case that they have discussed about this hmm. um so um this uh, euthanasia looks quite interesting um let me just uh, pick up the internet meaning of uh, euthanasia for the benefit of everyone so as per the dictionary uh, euthanasia is the painless killing of a patient suffering from an incurable and painful disease or in an irreversible coma ah they are basically in a vegetative state where they are uh, completely relying on the medicine and the food uh, like somebody is giving them the food to keep them alive or they are in a coma state like that okay so what was this case about so uh, this lady aruna shanrak she was a, a nurse in a mumbai camp hospital she was 25 year old when she was sodomized by a cleaner in the hospital he strangled him with the chain and she was unconscious for more than 9 uh, 10 hours when they found her she was unconscious and then when they started treating her and all these things she her brain was damaged and she was not uh, responding anything so she was basically comatized so there was uh, this case has become it's like one of a kind there was a journalist her name was pinky vrani she was following her story 
so she wrote a book on her aruna story and she actually filed a petition in the supreme court to give her a merciless merciless death or like to let the hospital gave her some kind of uh, lethal injection so that she can die peacefully with dignity and dignity was, uh, how how long back was this uh, it was uh, she uh, i mean when when did this incident uh, happen it was in 1973 oh, okay quite long back okay. yeah it was and, in 1973 do you know when the book was written no they haven't uh, uh, discussed about that i didn't research on it okay so you're saying this uh, reporter kamotha actually took up her case uh, to the court and asked for euthanasia yeah when she was 63 year old so she was actually in a vegetative state her tooth were decaying her skin was shredding she was not in a condition to take the food like hospital staff were feeding forcefully she was just like her heart was beating you can say comatized no movement per se there was no chance of her regaining any consciousness down the line in upcoming years and all so this lady this journalist was following her case she filed a petition in supreme court by seeking her euthanasia in her case so then okay. she can so die was this uh, do, i mean uh, do you know whether this was prompted by the relatives or the journalist herself uh, decided to go ahead with it it was journalist decision she decided to go ahead with this because uh, you know she was a nurse that's why the uh, all the expenses whatever her taking care of expenses and everything was taken care by the hospital so it was a uh, it was the petition was filed by the journalist okay and and we do not know whether uh, she also represented uh, anyone else as in in, no. in context of uh, whether this was an because i'm i'm going from the assumption that uh, the patient uh, um is not conscious so she can't take a decision of whether she wants to live or die right it's, yeah, it's so a mere interpretation a, yeah. of uh, the external person to uh, decide whether the patient wants to live or not yeah so in this kind of scenarios if in a person is in a position to talk or to take a decision then he or she can decide on what what she or he or she is want, wants about her life and all these things but in this scenario she was not in a situation to talk she was in this state for like more than 30 uh, 25 30 years so someone has to take the decision on it whether a close relative or the guardian who is taking care for her or it was in in her scenario it was the hospital who were taking care for her and when she got to know about her she wrote a story about her she wrote a book about her and then she 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 got attached to her i can say where she was trying to help her from this suffering you can say if if somebody is in that kind of a state for that long period you actually want for them to like you know they should reduce their suffering and then they can just leave this earth peacefully or like you know leave this world peacefully and all these things so that's the case 
so when one of a kind taste comes in any judgment this was one of a kind you know new ethnasia so even the supreme court take the reference from other courts around the world how they have tackled these kinds of thing and then accordingly they do the judgment on it so when the case was filed and all these thing the supreme court has decided to made and uh, to make a panel of three doctors who will take who will uh, go and check the condition on her how she is responding what she is doing how she is uh, uh, responding to any treatment and uh, like that so there was a panel was formed by the supreme court a team of three doctors so what happened after that they went to the hospital they checked her condition they even filmed her condition so they said when you are giving her sugar she likes she actually licks it a person who is in a vegetative state they are trying to check her how she is responding on certain things so they said so if you are giving to, her a sugar uh, so she is able to respond to stimulus yeah you can say like that yes yes she was able to so she she was comfortable with few people if she is not comfortable she will she just make some kind of actions or like you know you can uh, uh, she just she she was showing basically whether she liked it or she don't like it whether she is comfortable with something whether she is not comfortable with something and during her end days like after 65 years when she was she was not responding to anything people were feeding her from the pipe so they actually filmed her and when this after 2 3 days of her they checked their actions and everything they went back to the supreme court and the supreme court's the film that they have prepared it was shown in the supreme court that is also one of a kind thing it didn't happen earlier in india where a film was shown in the supreme court so when they see her when they when they um, check on the screen so then they say that she is responding and she is showing her liking so the plea was rejected basically uh, uh, did supreme court look at uh, how things are uh, looked at from a euthanasia point of view across the other countries yeah in uh, in um, around the world there are few countries where euthanasia is legal you, uh, per se like you, you can say switzerland in switzerland they can assist in dying and in a basically incident out of their total deaths 1.5 is through euthanasia only it is legal in netherlands as well but they need the consent even a 12 years old can request for the same but at the 16 they need the parent consent consent okay in netherlands then it is legal in belgium it is legal in luxembourg it is legal in canada it is legal in colombia it's it's legal in australia after 2017 onwards even in usa few country few states in usa as like legalized even in france recently portugal has also uh, legalized euthanasia so there are countries which is following euthanasia so what what you're suggesting is uh, uh, that let's take you know probably switzerland uh, uh, if uh, someone decides to die they can just say mm. i've got just got fed up of life and i want to uh, die so allow me to die is it like that 
or uh, they need to have a terminal illness which uh, is like an excuse for them to die no so if 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 they are requesting on a selfish 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 motive or if somebody is trying to get rid of that on that cases they will not take that case up they can only take the cases if there is no move, uh, there is no hope for improvement there's a terminal illness in that the person is quite long going through the life and there there is no hope for improvement in future on that basis they are taking up the cases okay so uh, it more or less is in a way where uh, uh, i can't uh, tell that i've got bored of life so uh, please take my life away i can't do that but in case i am suffering from an illness um, or some kind of an incapacity uh, which cannot be cured then uh, these countries allow you to take your own life yeah so like there are so many cases where there is a no diagnosis of particular disease there is no uh, hope for any improvement in future there is kind of a illness where there is no cure the person is in a vegetative state for quite a long period of time on that grounds they are taking up the request okay so by any chance i mean uh, do you know if a person is in a vegetative state uh, in any of these countries then uh, they may not be able to take a decision but can someone else take a decision for them yeah in in that particular countries yeah it is allowed so if if a person oneself is not able to take the decision on the basis of that they can a uh, next person can take a decision on behalf of them but also if they find out that the the second person or the family mem- member is trying to get rid of them or there is okay, a selfish so, motive behind it got it at that time they will not take the request even in india you know in kerala there were two people who are a completely healthy state they were they have lived their life they actually went to the court for the ethnesia they said like we have lived our life we have settled our family i don't want to live any more and i want to die so they went to the court and they were asking for their uh, ethnesia but the court has rejected the plea okay so currently where does it stand uh, so what happened coming back to the context of india um, how did the uh, court go about with the broader picture of framing the rules for ethnesia so uh, in india they have said they have bifurcated the ethnesia into two parts one is active one is passive in active ethnesia is uh, giving someone somebody a lethal injection for them to die with indignity and peace and in the passive passive ethnesia they have said withholding with the situation the current situation to maintain their status quo whatever the situation they are in let them be in that situation because even in this scenario there are two three examples which i have come across that there is this guy his name was uh, tim and he was from us he met with a accident and his brain was dead he was comatized for almost two decade and after two decade he was woken up okay so you, you mean he was in a vegetative state but not brain dead yeah he was in he was comatized basically so okay. after few years he was woken up from that state so 
Supreme Court doesn't want to be in a situation where tomorrow, if there is a chance that this person may come into a conscious, he might wake up after down the line after a few years. So they don't want to keep a right to let somebody die. Got it. They want, they just, in, in a moralized value, they have said that the lives has been created by God and it should come as per, as and when it's coming, like a natural death. But still, they, they don't have want, told, hmm. however, they, they, they seem to have uh, uh, looked at it uh, from a different perspective also, from an active and a passive, where from what hmm. I understand from what you're saying is, and uh, active euthanasia is where there is a specific action done to kill the person. Uh, whereas passive euthanasia is where you don't do anything and that will cause a person's death. So that is okay. So yeah, probably, for example, uh, someone is on a ventilator and the person... Uh, doesn't uh, show any signs of improvement, uh, then um, if it is agreed that there is nothing else that can be done uh, in the near future, then you can remove the support of the ventilator for that person and that person can pass away naturally. So that's the passive euthanasia. Is that right? Yes, it is right. This is right. And where is Active euthanasia is still illegal in India, but passive euthanasia is not illegal in India. Okay, so um, uh, what? how did the relatives uh, take this whole thing? So uh, when she went into a vegetative, uh, vegetative state, after three decades, her family abandoned her. She was on the mercy of the hospital. And when Pinky Virani... So what you're saying is uh, basically that uh, the the relatives kind of uh, stopped supporting her and that is why the journalist came in and then uh, uh, was uh, you know wrote a book about her and uh, took the lead uh, for euthanasia for her. Yeah. Okay, got it. So if, if you look at it from how Supreme Court has uh, differentiated euthanasia into active and passive, it's quite clear. Uh, now, what is the religious uh, point of view in that? Is there uh, any religion which uh, so, allows you to take life? No, in, in, if I have to generalize this statement, in all the religions, they are uh, against euthanasia. They have in, in a... In a all the religion has said that God is the one who has created its, this life and he is supposed to take it. We are not the one who decide when to live or when to die. So it's in a God, God's hand. So, and it should come naturally. There should not be any intervention where somebody is designing on behalf of somebody else. So every religion is against euthanasia. Okay, got it. Now, personally, what do uh, you think? From my point of view, I think euthanasia will be allowed. Because uh, 
tomorrow if i am not in a position to do my own stuff tomorrow if i am in a state where uh, nobody wants to take care for me and uh, in a in a in a country that i am living in right now in india where there's a lack of medical facility there's a lack of bed space and all these things keeping alive someone like if i am tomorrow if i am in a situation like this i am occupying that bed and that bed can be used to treat somebody else the expenses it's it also is related to expenses also like tomorrow if i am in a situation i need a medical attention i there should be an expenses to be uh, like i need some treatment and for what tomorrow there is no even a possibility that i will wake up and even if i wake up tomorrow what i am going to do with my life so there is there are so many unknowns in future right and then instead of keeping me alive where i don't know about my future this bed can be occupied or used for somebody else treatment where there's there's a there is a disease that can be curable there is a uh, hope that can give a life to somebody else so on that perspective i think euthanasia will be allowed in india so you have taken a um, a more of a utilitarian point of view yeah uh, to justify your argument uh, but exactly you also had uh, told about uh, one person who was in a vegetative state in us uh, you know for many years and then he came back to uh, normalcy after what 10 years 15 years or whatever okay if you if you so, if you look at the generalized picture of this guy he 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 might have got into an accident when he is around 20 or 25 something like that let's take a normal picture he woke up after 25 years after two decades that means he is around uh, 40 or 45 what i i i cannot say there is no guarantee of anything but what is the guarantee that his family will support after that what he is going to do or maybe is like okay only a mother can show a care to his son or a daughter or something like that apart from that who is there to take care for you and he has occupied that space for that many years if if i am i am i am coming from a very rich family and like my family can actually spend a money on me to bring the ventilator to feed me through it there is a nurse care nurse i am having a very very nice facility and the nice supervision and all these things then what is the point of carrying that particular life which there is no hope that's and that cases is like once in a scenario i don't i can't even percentile it how many percentage of people actually woken up from that particular state one or two three cases only they are discussing but what about others do we have any data for that rather than spending this much amount of money you can actually use this thing for somebody else But or maybe the, if you are keeping that kind of yeah but the the question is who knows uh, when to pull the plug now if this becomes a common practice probably the moment uh, someone is in a very grievous uh, accident uh, mm. you know a person can i mean you know probably the society itself will take a decision okay this guy is gone through a grief previous accident so why put any resource in saving him let him die you you know that's exactly. the other extreme of it when you when hmm. you start allowing this right 
because mm. everything you start looking at it from a utilitarian point of view an accident happened mm. this guy seems to be in icu and probably why waste an icu for this guy maybe let's give that space to someone else who probably didn't mm. do a drunken driving let's assume this guy did a drunken driving and got an accident right so where does that end right if you allow everyone um to take decision for someone else on whether they want to live or not how do you kind of there is a moral part of it and there is also the other part of uh aspect of people misusing it probably you may find uh, you know when uh, elderly people fall ill probably their close relatives will you know want to get them uh, to be euthanized for whatever reason right so i mean it, it's it's a very difficult uh, thing to answer in fact if, even from a point of view that uh, if the patient and now i'm talking about uh, passive euthanasia uh, let's uh. assume the the examples that we looked at uh, all this while uh, was where the patient couldn't take a decision right uh, now let's let's take let's look at a situation where the patient is conscious enough to take a decision um, so the i'm i'm still talking about the passive euthanasia so the patient is in a state and there is no hope for the patient and the patient is suffering right and the patient has uh, told that i want to die now should you allow the person to die because the patient wants to die again this can be debated the the reason why i'm telling you is uh, judgments that come at at a point when they are suffering uh, deep pain may not necessarily be the right judgment so they are in pain today so they want to relieve themselves of probably give it a month probably they will be in a different state of mind right so it's a very gray area because i mean i i kind of understand that uh, we can we can look at this in uh, two extremes on one extreme this is the moral value where you say god has created so let nature take its course uh, so if a person has to suffer the person has to suffer and then let the person die on the other end of it is the utilitarian point of view and also the point of view of uh, this is me this is my body this is my judgment and my right to live or right to die right but on the right extreme on the right to live and right to die uh the question comes on how sane were you to take a decision to die now how do you judge that sanity like if you want to draw parallel uh, a person you, you don't allow a, a schoolboy or a teenager uh, you don't give those people legal rights until they reach the age of 18 in most places right 
why is that because they feel that those people at those ages probably cannot take a right decision for themselves so they do not have the liberty to decide what they want although the body is theirs i'm not talking about euthanasia i'm talking about anything even if you want to drive right in some places it's 16 in some places it's 18 years you have to complete so you go by the mental development and then you decide this person is not yet mentally developed enough to take a decision so she loses the right to take a decision till a particular age i don't know what happens at after, at 18 you know at at 17.99 he cannot and at 18 he can i don't know what happens probably that's a research for another podcast as to uh, why did uh, people think 18 years is a good age uh, for uh, you know many things to be legally um, uh you know what do you call a liberation of that person uh, i know at 18 years he can actually he or she can take a lot of decisions on her own i do not know that but so the same logic uh, can also apply to a person who is unwell and can consciously take a decision to take the person's life probably the person is not mentally stable enough to take that decision so if you cannot allow a 17 year old to take a decision because probably of the lack of experience that he has the mental uh, development probably when a person who is sick also suffers the same consequences so i think it needs a lot more thought uh it yeah i i can't like, i mean i i i am generally a person who believes um in uh, you know you uh, you reap what you sow so you have to be responsible for your actions which also means you should be allowed to decide for yourself what you want and if it is a good thing great if it's a bad thing you have to suffer the consequences uh, however when i apply that logic in euthanasia this is the question that arises for me that would that person be in the right mental state to take the right decision or should we just tell that that's that person's problem so if he wants to die let him die so that's so is this that, your point of view yeah this is, this is your point of view that's right so as you we were talking i i was thinking of where i stand in the spectrum yeah and uh, although i lean towards the right but still there is this question um on whether the person is mentally capable enough to make a choice and on the other aspect of it that if that is allowed you know 50 years from now or 100 years or 150 years from now how would society change you may have a society which automatically assumes if a person is too sick let's just get that person killed 
right so th- these are these are things that would change incrementally and gradually where we wouldn't it wouldn't be a jump from 0 to 1 it would be a gradual change and we will not even see the change so that's the other end of the spectrum where i see that humanity in the current sense may not be there so it's a very deep topic i think it it needs a lot more retrospection yeah i guess so but you know uh, if if we are just if i have to generalize a very very normal question and ask a very very normal question in this scenario specifically for euthanasia if i am sane enough to take my own decision about my body that is understandable but in euthanasia this is not the scenario basically you are in a state you you can't even move yourself somehow your organs are working and then you are letting somebody else to decide on your own fate whether you want to live or not you know in one of the countries there actually in 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 in, in i think in <clears throat> they have said in one of the country they have said that even a 12 year old kid can put up a request for merciless killing basically for active euthanasia which is illegal in that country sorry which is legal in that country and under the consent of a parent if you are a 16 year old then you have to take the parent's consent but if one person like how a 12 year old can decide to take his own life or not you know so if if you have to look at the broader picture and all these things if i can see there is a hope in future or there is a research is going on to treat that particular ailment or there there is a scenario where where we can hope that in future we will have some kind of treatment to bring that person alive then i think it should it should we should take a consideration and i was also this was like my point of view and i was thinking about it that if i am in a situation like this so there are lot of research and experiments happens on the animals like you know when the vaccine has to come and then we have to decide whether this can vaccine can be work or not why can't we use these kinds of things on a person who is in a vegetative state where there is no consciousness whether he will be alive or like he is feeling pain or not right so I'm you know so there is you are not a doctor why <laughs> this is this is a totally utilitarian point of view that you bring in yeah because tomorrow there are so many people who need our attention there are many people who need our attention and if you are talking about the sanity there are two people from uh, kerala who actually uh, went to the supreme court and asking for their own uh, merciless kissing uh, killing why just because they have lived their life they have seen everything they are settled in their life you cannot go and ask from the uh, supreme court okay give me a permission fact, to kill myself no in- in fact i actually feel they have a right so i i feel on the contrary that they have a right to decide to take their life because there is nothing influencing their decision they've just come okay. to the that stage of life where they are not seeing anything more okay Whereas, then kill yourself why you have to, okay then kill yourself so, commit suicide then why you have to go to the supreme court yeah that right that, that that's right that's right that that i agree but conceptually i kind of uh, i'm okay 
with people asking for that against um, the concept of euthanasia where either a person is in a vegetative state and someone else has to take the decision that this person has to be uh, killed or the person is uh, conscious but is, is in deep pain and then taking a decision that the person wants to die. So between the two I feel the the guy who is totally fine and then wants to take a decision is totally responsible for his decision and can uh, you know we can probably you know go ahead with whatever he wishes yeah but I, for that also you know if he's in a conscious state and he's, he wants to take a decision on his life i think we should not take the call on the very first time he's asking for we should give him a time to think because first and the yeah. mind is a very very uh, you know uh, was uh, you know vigilant uh, like you can say it's very very what you can like it's not stable the mind is not stable you know today he's it's thinking something else tomorrow it's thinking something else today he it has a hope okay tomorrow may i will live and it has today he's in deep pain he's he doesn't want to live so you know it, there should be an open window to let them decide okay we are giving you three four year time you decide whether you want to live or not then after that we will take a call but if you come for a request today okay look i don't want to live and all these things suppose there's two, two kerala people who came forward and they said okay i want to die and all these things tomorrow they said no maybe i have completed my all responsibility but there is something that i owe to the society so i want to serve the society so today they are not they are thinking in a perspective okay, okay i have done everything i want to uh, die and they don't want to choose a suicide method because that is also an illegal thing and you have to show the face tomorrow they can put the blame okay i am not the responsible of my death supreme court take the decision on my behalf has taken the decision on my behalf like i'm thinking on some no i agree to that uh, probably you know if at all we are going as a society <laughs> probably we should give uh, some time uh, between your request for death to actual so that if you change your mind it's it's not too late but since you brought you know the the, the concept of suicide how is it uh, you know legally looked at in india so you know the suicide thing is um, so if you kill yourself so the suicide has an very 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 like you know funny aspect of it so basically if you kill yourself you're successful if you don't kill yourself somehow if you get saved by trying to kill yourself then you are you are in an offense you are in a punishable offense so in india under the ipc section of 309 if you are trying to claim your own life you will be imprisonment for one year in jail along with the fine this is the current law so, so if if you uh, so it it means if, if you are going for a suicide be sure you actually kill yourself don't come back as a fiend yeah, because that's come back yeah that's that's like a worse worse thing basically you will ended up somewhere you don't even imagine oh my goodness so uh, for for that perspective there is a case also came you know in um, in 1985 there is this uh, constable maruti dubal and he has uh, <clears throat> he was not agreeing on some of the policy of the government and all these things so in front of the um, bombay municipal corporation he was trying to kill himself then there is a case became uh, this case has given a name maruti dubal versus state of maharashtra so when this case uh, went into bombay high court 
and then and, uh, and then the discussion started and the case started and all these things they said uh, that uh, this guy said that this is my life and i try to please my body and on my body it is my right whether i want to live with it or whether i want to kill myself and it i will please as it is like i don't need to tell uh, anybody else permission whether when i want to live or when i want to kill this is my right i have a right to live i have a right to die this is what he said and on the basis of that bombay high court said that yes he is right and that petition got quashed so after that whenever there is an illegal uh, whenever there is a suicide case cases was coming basically uh, bombay high court was uh, the high court was like rejecting the plea because this is his right he can claim his own life okay, so but down the line had, after one year so anyway who had failed in an attempt uh, did not get punished yeah did not get punished because they they also said one thing because these people they need more of moral support mental support rather than a punishable offense you know they are not in a right frame of mind and because they were going through something that's why they are taking a decision uh, they are claiming their life they were trying to claim their life so they need the mental support rather than a like you you want to put them into a jail and then give them the imprisonment and all these thing that is a not right course of action so then after that supreme court uh, so uh, the court has said okay fine and they 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 actually quashed the petition like this after down the line after one year the following year in andhra pradesh some people were trying to kill themselves and they said that uh, they were you know they were they were not they were trying to i'm sorry self immolate themselves huh, they were, yeah they were they were going on hunger strike they were going on self immolation threats against the government and that is not the right thing because you are trying to or uh, convince someone on behalf of your death and you are giving them a threat if you don't do something like this in a particular manner i will kill myself that is a completely illegal and and on that thing they started like um, uh, pe- uh they started actually in uh, giving the judgment on the people like okay this is not the way of dealing thing you want to claim your life that's up to you but if you're giving us a threat that you will claim your life because we are not doing something like that that is a completely illegal thing and then you will be you will be you will go uh, we will punish you for that act uh, course of action but this is not the way of doing things so basically for these kinds of things it has came into an action but for the other perspective where a person is going through a mental trauma or he is not a he is not in a sane situation to think uh, clearly and all these things at that time they have said okay this particular person needs a mental support rather than imprisonment but if somebody is trying to threaten us against their life then they will be punishable okay so which means how now it will be uh, on a case to case basis uh, the decision will be taken yeah 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 this will be a case to case basis awesome. but aruna shanbag case for the ethnosia one aruna shanbag case becomes a benchmark for the in- indian judgment like indian justice system where somebody is coming like this then the court has a uh, right to decide whether they want to uh, allow it or not but generally it's illegal in uh, passive euthanasia is legal where they can take the decision but however for active euthanasia it is completely legal illegal got it i mean they will keep euthanasia also has to be made illegal because otherwise you may actually have a lot of killings happening right you know where um, whether the person wants it or not you can ask the doctors to administer medicines which will kill them so there could be a lot of uh, 
know immoral activities that can happen yeah in in that perspective also if you think in a that uh, particular manner if the gom, uh, if the doctor is doing something like that that means he is doing a punishable offense right he is not supposed to claim somebody life but if he is doing by omissions or by if he has done some mistake and then the person like got claimed at that time he is also he is doing some punishable act so there is there are laws which actually uh, protects doctors and also give them the punishment sometimes their license got uh, quashed like uh, ex- uh, what you call what's a particular term for that cancelled license got rejected ha right license got cancelled because they have done some they have claimed somebody else life on the basis of their mistake and it happened you know in uh, you know i have some friends in uh, in uh, this uh, hospital they actually said the blood get mixed with each other the samples and that also can let happen somebody die because you know the names mistake and all these mistakes so these medical errors also claim people's life so there's like you know it is a very very vast topic to discuss about and it is something which is again on the basis of some unknowns in future so how is the it, book ending this uh, particular case have they given so, a particular view yeah they have said like okay if you are making suppose in a journalism if you make euthanasia legal suppose if it is made legal tomorrow what happen to the people who has actually uh wake up from the state after a decade or after uh, two decades there is this guy who was comatized and he woke up by hearing his favorite show ha ah. So this is like apart from that other show. example that you told, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a different example. A it's a, yeah. There's a his favorite TV show. No, this is a different TV. example, is it? No, no, no. It's same. It's same. The same guy. You you told about a guy no, no, called. No, 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 no. So there was a. Oh, okay. So I this is a different person. Ah, so okay so there was three people that they discussed i am not able to uh, recollect their full name but one guy, one guy name was dan he woke up after a decade there was another guy whose name was terry he also woke up after two decades and there is another guy whose name was dan this guy woke up after hearing his favorite tv show tone so this is like you know it's a <laughs> you can know, you want to now suppose if you make it legalized and tomorrow after a year so if i went to in a situation like this and tomorrow my family is going to the supreme court and asking for legal legalize suppose i get legal and i they kill me what happen if after 2 years only i wake up or after 3 years only i wake up so then who will be responsible for my death so they don't want to take a you know uh, you know somewhere or somehow if you feel you have done something wrong the blame nobody wants to take the blame on it you know i don't want to live with the fact that i am responsible somebody else death whether in whatever the situation i am in like in aruna shanberg case her family abandoned her after 30 years the hospital who was the one who were taking care of her because she was an hospital employee if suppose she is not an hospital employee will the hospital will support her if the family abandoned her no they will definitely not take care of her so it it is a very very open and like you know diversity there is so many unknowns basically behind it and if there are so many unknowns which is not predictable by anybody else then it's a very very hard decision to take whether it should be 
legalized or not legalized but you know you can see in few of the countries like seven eight or nine ten countries around the world it is still legal but i assume uh, the legality there uh, is uh, more to do with uh, passive euthanasia right no it's active euthanasia a person can go and say i want to kill myself irrespective of whether they are uh, no, no, no. No, oh, they okay. can. They can only. Okay, so you you mean uh, a person in those countries can take their life, um, if they are in a permanent vegetative state, through active euthanasia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, then they are the one. Even in uh, you know, in uh, in Switzerland, one point five percent of the whole population that are claimed through this only, euthanasia. even when this journalist came for the pink uh, pinky virani uh, for aruna the supreme court actually told uh, told her how you can prove your emotional connection with her how you will say you are just an outsider if it's a close family member then we can understand but you are just an outsider how you can say you are a next friend or a guardian whether she has given you a, a right okay you can take the decision on my life no because she is aruna herself is not in a situation to take any decision on herself so it's it's a very very you know very much gray area and very vague topic and it it is a very vast thing to uh, like discuss about but on a utility like very utility point of view i can say keeping somebody someone for like 30 years and 40 years is a wastage of resources i'm happy you're not a doctor Let, let, yes, let's yes. let's end this podcast at that yeah yeah seriously you think i'm happy not a doctor no, i'm just thinking from um, everybody should get a chance there are other person who is supposed to take the treatment as well so i'm thinking on that perspective you know let's end this podcast in this uh, indecisive decision thanks a lot for all of you all thank for you, thank you so much thank you thank you so much thank you for listening in If you like my podcast, do share it among your friends and family. That goes a long way in motivating me to continue with new episodes. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. You can reach me on my website unthinking.org.